Bro! What's up, guys? Welcome to the AFC North Today podcast. Um, I'm joined by my host today with uh, Brown with uh, Browns tailgate. Um, I'm joined also by Bengals headline and Charm City the Charm City headline. Um, today we're going to be going over three segments. Today, um, Browns, I'll let you start off with the first segment. Uh, our first segment will be what AFC North first round pick will have the big biggest impact for this team. This for the team this year the second segment will be if you could steal one player from another afc north team who would who would it be the third segment is the top three afc inner division games from last year all righty so um with that being said uh we're gonna go ahead and get started with the we're gonna go ahead and get started with the first segment um by saying which afc north first round rookie will have the biggest impact for their team i guess i'll go ahead and state mine um Najee harris would be the most obvious but our offensive line is not what you call exactly good so uh which is why i don't think Najee will be much of a big impact for us in my opinion i think the biggest uh, rookie out of the afc north teams that will have a big impact is rashad bateman for the baltimore ravens um, the Ravens needed wide receiver help last year. You know, it was obvious that they wanted to give Lamar another weapon to work with besides Hollywood Brown. And um, I think they accomplished that with the steal in Rashad Bateman. I think he's going to make a great impact for them. And um, that's my rookie who I think will make a big impact. I'll go next. Uh, the rookie, I wish, I really want to say Greg Newsom, but I don't see really, I don't see a cornerback uh, panning out year one to make a big impact uh there's very few guys who have done that so i think it will uh i think it'll be jamar chase he was my wide receiver number one the Bengals took him thought they should have took him today but they took him he's got great size really great everything and he's going to be a problem in the afc north sadly to come uh and I think him and Burrow could be very good together. And I think he'll have the biggest impact to probably win Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, sadly. All righty. Uh, Bengals headline, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us who do you think will be a big impact? Yeah. All right, so Jamar Chase, because, okay, when you look at, like, what happened to the Bengals last year, specifically with, like, that line, they improved that department. They needed a guard, not a tackle, and that's what Penisola was, a tackle. And they, like, drafted Jackson Carmen later in the second round because they believe that he can transition from the left tackle position to a guard position, which they need desperately. Because they got Riley Reef in the offseason. So they bolstered that, that right side instead of getting keeping Bobby Hyde. They got rid of him because he's garbage. They're demoting um, Michael Jordan, who was one of the main reasons why Burrow got hurt. Actually, the main reason Burrow got hurt in the first place. And so when you think about it, like, would you rather have a guy who played with your QB in college, who put up incredible numbers and, like, dominated the whole SEC, the whole NCAA, like, in the playoff, that's what you should do. Like, because if you think about it, the coverage sacks were a big issue for Burrow because he kept it holding the ball because his wide receivers couldn't get open. But now after Jamar Chase, if Jamar Chase can get open, 
the other corners will have to help out that corner who got burnt by Jamar Chase, which will later in turn help out the other two wide receivers to get open, which will create a very big mismatch. And when you already have two good wide receivers and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, that's what you're going to get, a really good offense. So even with like the O-line being still weak as it is because it's the Bengals, but maybe if we sign David DeCastro, it could be very good and Bengals could surprise people this year. You don't want to sign DeCastro just a heads up. <laughs> maybe, maybe. We'll see. We're like trying to take, figure that out. You guys do that. I will be sad. That will hurt. <laughs> you lost Hilton and you lost DeCastro. Two yeah, y'all got to stop stealing our players, bro. <laughs> hey, they wanted to play for us, so. We're going to get Devin Bush next. Just watch. No, no, no. You got too far now. <laughs> hey, he, he doesn't want to play with players who have TikToks and Tiagans do all right, only well, one, and he doesn't post often on it. So, well, you know what? Those TikTok boys are gonna be good this year. All right, so I don't want to hear it. No, Jameis gonna get knocked that, out yeah, week three. Claypool's gonna get out, but knocked by week week four. I don't know about that one, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see round two. All right, so I said Bateman because he's not only gonna impact like in the way he plays. But he's going to take attention away from Marquise Brown, which is a huge thing that I think Marquise needs. I don't know, you know, considering how, you know, Marquise isn't a big wide receiver, he might not be suited potentially for a wide receiver one spot. He might be more for like a wide receiver two spot. Um, and, you know, we have a new, we brought in new coaches. We got David Culley out of here. He's garbage. I hate him. Uh, T. Martin right, and Keith then. Williams are both great players or coaches. I don't know why it's players. Um, but yeah, uh, so I like, you know, how I think Rashad is going to develop great and I think, you know, he's going to play great. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you a hundred percent there. Oh yeah. So I we got Frank Pollock for our section. Cause like that helps out so much. Yeah. All righty. So, um, that concludes the first segment. Um, the next segment we're going to move on to now is, um, if we could steal one player from one AFC North team, who would it be? I'll go ahead and start off. That player for me is uh, Nick Chubb. Um, if you saw the Steelers last year in their running game, you'd know it was horrible. Um, if you'd ask James Conner to get one yard for you, he could not do that. And um, Nick Chubb is pretty pretty darn good if you ask me. Um, he'd really make a big impact for our offense. You know, he'd really transform the run game for us, take a lot of pressure off of Ben. So, um, I really like Nick Chubb coming out of Georgia, too. I was urging us to draft him because, you know, Le'Veon Bell's status wasn't exactly what you call great at the time. So, um, I was thinking, like, Nick Chubb could be a potential replacement. And to see him go to the Browns and balling out now obviously hurts. But um, that's who my player would be. And he also went top four, so yeah. <laughs> you're screwed yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if I could steal a player from an AFC North team, it'd have to be TJ Watt. You put Miles Garrett, TJ Watt on the same defensive line. That is that is scary. stuff people dream about. Like Yeah, TJ and Miles, that would be a scary duel. That yeah. would be. Quarterbacks would probably be shaking in their sleep before they were to – Every night before they play the rounds. No, but then Jackson Carmen's like, and that's when I took a personal and just tries to like block for everyone. <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna happen though. 
No, yeah. that probably won't. <laughs> but Jackson Carmen's there. I'm in Jackson Carmen's enthusiast, so I have to like say stuff like that. Yeah. All right, uh, Bengals. You want to go? All right. Yeah. So there's like a lot of options because you know our team's weak. There's TJ Watt, the outside uh, linebacker, edge rusher. We, we could use because our linebacker core is weak. You know, with Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt, we have to see what Logan Wilson can do. We're hoping big things. He is one of our like most improved players that could be going into the season. Um, but then there's uh, uh, what's his name? There's the Browns line. That's what we would need, probably in my opinion. <laughs> Just the whole entire Browns line. You don't want to go for what Burrow did last year. No, you don't. Of course not. But like then again, you have Frank Pollock as your offensive line coach. And when he had was our one coach back in like I think 2018, Mixon did lead the AFC, whole entire AFC in rushing yards. So yeah, the Browns O line or um, TJ Watt definitely. Mm. Yes, sir. That's my boy. Yeah. All right, Charm. Why don't you go ahead and go now? Yeah. All right. So the obvious choice for a lot of people, I think, here would be wide receiver for us. But I want to see what Rashad can do. I want to see what Marquise mm-hmm. can do at the wide receiver two spot, and I certainly want to see what Sammy Watkins can do. So I mean, I'd probably go with T.J. Watt. It improve our pass rush majorly. Uh, you know, we lost Judon and we lost Yannick and Gakwe. So that's two big guys that we you know lost this year. So I think if we got T.J. Watt, paired him up with Tyus Bowser. One of the most, I think Tyus Bowser is one of the most underrated pass rushers in the NFL. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I would go TJ. Mm-hmm. All right, Just imagine. Um, so one for Nick Chubb and uh, three for TJ, TJ Watt. Uh, sorry guys, you unfortunately cannot take TJ from us. So um, that <laughs> all sucks right, I'm for you. you all my picks for TJ Watt. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> it's the first pick. Oh shoot! Yeah, that <laughs> Texan suck. situation. Yeah, that would not be good. That would not be very good. All right, uh, Brown, can you go ahead and state the last segment again? Because I forgot. Our last segment is the top three AFC North uh, interdivision games. Uh, So for me, uh, in the number three position, it is uh, Browns versus Bengals, our second time playing in Cincinnati, came down to the last play, Donovan Peoples-Jones. With that last... Okay, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, yeah. I don't think just, just, like, <laughs> know that's loose fall all over it. <laughs> yeah. That's all on loose. I know what Bengals games are going to be. I know exactly what game he's going to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> final, uh, yeah, final seconds. Ran across my house once that happened have been screaming that was just amazing uh because of a little bias in number two it is the browns versus raven game ravens game it was just the best football game but browns ended up losing that game did not feel good yeah with the one where lamar took a dookie yeah, that one. <laughs> that one I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah. uh, the first, that's brought up again. And then still came back and beat beat us because we have yeah had no defense. Finally, have a defense. This is our year. Uh, and then number one, my favorite game, inter- my favorite game of the year, probably my favorite game watching in life. In life, uh, 
first round of wild card matches. Oh, God. Here we go. Twenty-nothing <laughs> <laughs> uh, lead in the first half. Uh, with no head coach. With Antonio. Uh, you don't got to rub it in. But... The no head coach part just gets me. Because it's just like, when you have no head yeah. coach, what are you doing? How are you losing the team for that? You want to know why we lost? It's because we have a guy named James Connor as a running back. No, oh, you, have a guy, you have two guys named Juju and Claypool. It wasn't Claypool's fault we lost, honestly. Yeah, yeah it was Juju. He, he sparked it was Juju. It was Juju, Ben, and our offensive coordinator. That's why we lost. Yeah, I... definitely. Excuses, excuses. What? Hey, I'm admitting it, okay? <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. good. <laughs> I believe I believe if uh, Juju never said uh, – Browns is the Browns, that whole speech thing, the Browns probably wouldn't have one. I feel like that just put another It gave thing. y'all motivation, for real. Yeah. You know, so spank I mean, their asses. I mean, I don't think as a player you can really let your someone say that you're the same team that went 0-16. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, and then there's Stefan to it. You already know. Don't, yeah. bro, you, you make him look bad. You personally <laughs> make him look bad. The funny thing is it works, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's pretty effective. It works every time. <laughs> All right, well, um, that's honestly a good list. I thought I was surprised that you didn't put the Browns versus Ravens at number one. That was definitely the game. That was, In my opinion, that was the game of the year. That was but, the game of the year, but we lost in it, and I just can't bring myself to say that was better than the yeah. Steelers. Uh, your number one choice, I mean, congrats to y'all for winning that game. Uh, it sucks that I'm a Steelers fan and had to go through that night. Let's just say I had to go through two computers. That was not fun, but uh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Got to move on now. I guess yeah. I'll go ahead and take the floor now. Um, yeah. Coming in at number three was, honestly, it was a tie, but um, I gave this one the edge. It probably has to be our, I think it was week five or week six. I wasn't too sure, but it was against the Browns in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, yeah. there, was people, there were people know. coming in to that game saying that, like, oh, the Steelers haven't played anybody real yet. Oh, they haven't played anybody good. They get to play a real team in the Browns now who are 4-1. and one. And um, I was like, yeah, we're going to get, you know, some challenge. The Browns are definitely a new and improved, better team. But uh, we oh. came in there, and we smacked their asses. Oh, I just remembered that game. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I forgot about it. Uh, we won 38-7. to seven. Oh, um, That I was – I mean, it wasn't – obviously, the game was not close whatsoever. But um, I was happy about that game because it made me feel like that, you know, hey, like we beat a really, you know, solid team. It wasn't a fluke team. None of that. So um, that definitely has to be my number three one. Um, number two is kind of a hard choice for me. I went through our games with, um, what's it called? The Ravens and the Bengals. But, uh, at number two, I'm going to give it to us versus the Bengals week 10 when they came into town. Um, we ended up winning that game 36 to 10. Ben played amazing that game. Everybody just seemed to be clicking. Um, you know, people came into that game, especially Bengal fans were like, Oh, yeah, we got to shock the Steelers, you know? We got to beat them in their own home field. Heads up, Bengal fans. Y'all will not do that for us. Then we okay. did with Ryan Finley, so it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. It's all good. So uh, that was definitely a fun game to watch, you know? 
I was a bit worried because the Steelers love to play down the competition a lot. That is just a tradition they do every year. It pisses me off, but uh, they do it. They find a way to amaze us. So uh, that's my number two option. Uh, at number one, it definitely has to be when the Steelers came into Baltimore and played them week eight or week nine, I think, was it? Charm, do you know what week it was by any chance? I am not sure. I honestly don't know. I've been. I, I was thinking about our matchups just a little bit ago. Same. And, I mean, they're both. I'm pretty sure they're both good games. I don't remember though. Yeah. So it really don't. One has to be the Steelers versus the Ravens in Baltimore, no doubt. Uh, the Steelers, you know, got off to a slow start. We were down 17 to seven coming into halftime. The way we were playing, it was looking like the Ravens could run away with this game. But uh, Mike Tomlin, you know, came in there. Gave the guys motivation, and the Steelers came out like a new, newly revamped team in the second half. You know, we picked off Lamar, we got the ball back, and then we scored a touchdown with Eric Ebron. Then um, I think Lamar fumbled again, and we got the ball back. Then it was James Conner who ran a one-yard play, surprisingly. And then after that, we were up 21 21 to 17. Then they got the ball, they took it down, and they scored. And then they were up twenty four to twenty one, and I was like, "Fuck!" And then, um... <laughs> I gotta say, if you guys played like that, then you would have probably went sixteen to zero and lost into Super Bowl. But uh, then again, that never happened. So, um, the Ravens got the ball back, and um, they looked like they were about to score. But the GOAT, Robert Spillane, came in and recovered a fumble that Lamar, I think it was forced by Tuit or somebody. But uh, the point is, we got the ball back. Should have scored on that drive, but having a shitty run game prevented that from happening. So then they got one more chance at it, but then, you know, the GOAT, Minka Fitzpatrick, broke up a play, and uh, the Steelers won the game, and uh, I was a happy man that day. So um, that's my top three games this year from the Steelers for the AFC North. Um, Bengals, I'll let you go ahead and go. All right. I'm just going to add, imagine if you guys played like that the whole entire season. Yeah, man. Things would you be different. You should have done that. <laughs> uh, you tell James Conner to get one yard to save his life. That's mm-hmm. what. Hopefully not for right. the average less than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, half a yard a game. <laughs> Hopefully Najee can change that. All right, so honorable mention has to be the Bengals versus Steelers at in Cincinnati. Of course, Monday Night Football, Juju gets flown up, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm gonna put that in honorable mention because yeah, it was important, but in the reality, was it really important? Like, no, of course not. And the Browns, the Bengals were nowhere near the playoffs. The Steelers were in the playoffs already. All that mattered was that Juju shut it up. So, oh yeah, yeah. So number three. I have to say, this is going to be contra. No, we'll even we'll like say what the we'll like be like the Browns guy. We'll say the same thing because the number three has to be Bengals versus Browns round two. That game, pretty much everyone clicked. The offense was clicking. The defense was not, of course, but offense was doing well. And if our defense was held up, we would have won that game. But no, of course not. Lou decides to do. Oh, we get burned on the last play, and we lose. But that's a number three for me. Um, but it was a great game offensively from an offensive standpoint. Burrow went off. That was his best game in his rookie year. And, yeah, we were doing pretty good on offense, just our defense is atrocious, of course. Uh, number two, 
It has to be. Let me see. Let me figure this out. Yeah, Bengals, Browns versus Ravens. The one on, like, I think the Lamar Proof game. That game was yeah, incredible to watch as a person, even though I'm, like, a Bengals fan. It was fun to watch. Yeah, that was a good because game. Because Lamar, like, comes, out, comes back and almost wheels his team to win. But didn't they win? No, the, Brown, the Ravens won, lost that game. Right. Ravens won it sadly. Yeah, the Ravens won. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the Browns almost won that game. Browns yeah. have zero kicking game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's the Ravens <laughs> exposed the Browns' awful secondary that season, and mm-hmm. that's what won us yeah. the game. Yep. Yeah, yeah Baker almost like that's when like it really kind of like proved a, like Baker was good, but like was yeah. he good in the clutch. Not really, but like then again, the kicking game's horrible for you guys. Yeah. So that's why we got a kicker in the fifth round. That's, oh, that's, what, that's what solved our problem. We're, we're Austin Cyber. Dude, we had, to, we had to do Fat Randy, right? And now oh, we got Fat Randy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're fine now, I hope. Um, and then that number one has to be the Brown Stories game. Pet Life game, of course. Come on, bro. It, it has to be. <laughs> that game like actually has impact like on the whole season. Yeah, you think I like that though? Hell no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it improved like a lot of things that like A, the Steelers are frauds. Um, B, Juju's just shut his mouth. Um, and C, two, it's the two curse is real. So, two, it's gonna curse the Steelers season again. But then again, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope they go like decently. Do they have a bad pick? No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't try to lie. You want us to finish like 0 and 17. Yeah, that, no, I, I'm trying to hope that doesn't happen. Oh, no, I hope you guys finish 0 and 17. They'll get the first pick, though. Yeah, but if you know the Steelers, they will never ever tank. Two and fifteen, like that's because I hope you guys beat the Seahawks. The worst record that the Steelers have ever gone was five and eleven in their whole franchise. Yeah, Yeah. that's gonna change the two and fifteen. So, nah, I don't know about that one. Seahawks, you're gonna beat the Seahawks, and then you're gonna beat. Do you guys play the Texans this year? I forget already. No, we don't. Bro, our schedule's okay. like the hardest. We're not going to play no good. Oh, you're going to fight the Seahawks. Don't worry. I'll just do the reverse of it. I'll just have Jamal Adams talk trash. That next time. Alrighty, those are uh, three games. Uh, screw your number uh, one spot. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's basically Brown's I feel like this is just, just a Steelers slander podcast, but um, it is. Just, <laughs> <we're ready for> <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, Ravens, why don't you go ahead and go? All right, so my number three spot was the Steelers and Browns playoff game. That game was insane. I didn't watch Mother much of it. Bro! <laughs> I didn't care much for that game. I didn't really watch it, but it was good. The second game, and now I'm probably a bit biased, was when um, the Ravens almost went into Pittsburgh and almost beat the Steelers with their practice squad. That game had me on the edge of my Hollywood yeah, Brown should once again why he's Minka Fitzpatrick's father. Um, Cap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trace I mean, Marquis wrong. Like, he does all the time. Good. He just needs to burn. Uh, yeah, the so one time, one of the few times Marquis Brown gets a touchdown last year, he does against Minka. Like, coincidence? Okay. Um. Anyways. And it was Trace McSorley, the biggest meme. I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, our team played really well that game. Uh, RG three played his heart out, and yeah, uh, the first game, the my number one game was obviously Ravens and Browns. We showed why you know a lot of people. 
probably had us losing that game, but you know, <laughs> Lamar went into clutch mode and he uh he clutched up for us. So yeah, that's my that's my top three games for the Nice. Yeah, you, I barely watched the NFL last year. I'll tell you that much. After like Burrow went out, I just stopped. Yeah, watching I don't blame you. <laughs> but then it was like, all right, I have life. I have to do it now. I can just curse people now. So then I started it with the, the Ravens, and it was like it was like it was just basically what he said. Then it happened with the football team, and then it worked. <laughs> Bro, the football team out of all the teams. To be honest with you, I did not think we lose to football team. I thought that our first loss was going to be against Buffalo. That one was like, yeah, that's like expected. I was just like, yeah, the Buffalo yeah, Bills Washington, won We could have yeah. easily won that, but uh, our team forgot to catch the ball. Yeah, I don't know how y'all barely beat the Cowboys. That was odd. I'm, that look, was this is what like, I'm right, look, I'm going to say this again. I'm going to say this again, and I want y'all to stick this in your heads. The Steelers, right. in their 100 years of existence, do this shit every year. Better than the Bengals. <laughs> I'm telling you. In their 100 years of their existence, they play down the competition. You could put a high school fourth-string football team out there, and the Steelers will find a way to give you a heart attack. That is Wait, just what they do. Hey, that's like the Seahawks, and that's what like what I have to deal with when I see Seahawks fans just watching their games. <laughs> yeah, like the Steelers just play down the competition. It's annoying and frustrating, but they do it because they love so to So you would be like a USA women's national soccer team? And just lose to like an under fourteen team. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm referring anyway. Alrighty, so uh, those were the three segments that, that we had for y'all today. Um, hope you guys enjoyed watching this. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram. Um, follow Browns Tailgate, me Steelers all day, Charm City Headline, and uh, Bengals Headline. Wow, blast. Just like our records? Okay. Oh, uh, you can find this podcast on uh, Spotify, uh, pretty much anywhere else. And uh, yeah.